This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by Curious Plot, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Surging farm gate prices are driving a big increase in the anticipated income for America's farmers and ranchers. A lot of this growth is from cash receipts from both crop and animal products, which are forecast to increase 21% in 2022. That's Carrie Litkowski with USDA's Economic Research Service. The department updated its farm income forecast today and is projecting big growth in producer receipts. Net cash farm income is expected to jump 15.1% over 2021 to $168.5 billion. Net farm income, which is a broader measure and includes things like depreciation, is forecast at $147.7 billion, a 5.2% increase over a year ago. Litkowski says a growth in expenses will weigh down the income projections. For 2022, we're forecasting expenses to increase nearly 18%, or $66 billion in nominal terms. This would represent the largest year-to-year dollar increase on record. But when economy-wide inflation is factored in, or when we adjust these numbers for inflation, uh, the increase in production expenses is lowered to 11%, or $44 billion. A decline in government payments is also softening the solid income figures, but Litkowski says those figures do not include potential assistance that could come from the Inflation Reduction Act. We did look into it, and we noted that a lot of the provisions in the IRA relating to farm operations were for in the future. Um, They're kind of a longer-term plan, and not a lot of payments that we could anticipate are expected to go out in this calendar year. She says if that changes, ERS will update its forecast in December. Phil Brasher has more in his story on agripulse.com. Speaking of USDA, the department has some job openings, and Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack says a new look at the bureaucracy might be needed to help fill them. Speaking this week at the Farm Progress Show in Boone, Iowa, Vilsack responded to a question about the number of conservation technical assistance openings across the country with an anecdote about openings in other aspects of government. I was with uh, a a number of governors, Republican governors, uh, out west, and they were pointing out how difficult it was for them to get people to work for state government. And I looked at them and I said, you know, for the last 30 years, people have been pounding on government workers, criticizing them. It's not easy to be in the government service. And the pay and the, and the benefits used to be quite competitive, and now, today, not so much. So I think we have to take a little different attitude about public service, and I think we need to begin thinking about respecting those folks who are willing to serve, willing to be those technical uh, providers. Vilsack says USDA is also looking to expand the amount of third-party technical assistance providers available to producers. Finally today, a conservation practice already in use on some farms could have benefits for others. AgriPulse's Amy Mayer has more. A conservation practice developed in the Corn Belt offers benefits to any field where corn and soybeans are grown. That's one conclusion of recently published research from Michigan State University. Professor Nick Haddad's team planted prairie strips, small areas of plants amidst crops, at the Kellogg Biological Station near Kalamazoo. There's wide agreement that prairie strips could be adopted on farms. And they can be adopted for many reasons, including their benefits to um, 
and reducing greenhouse gas emissions and their benefits to reducing erosion, to increasing water quality, to increasing biodiversity. And I think those principles will hold up in Iowa, in Michigan, and across the uh, corn soy growing region. He says pollinators and microbes in the strips may spill over into the crops in a good way. Prairie strips were approved as a federal conservation practice in the 2018 Farm Bill. Amy Mayer, AgriPulse. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by Curious Plots, a full-service marketing, communications, and consulting agency driven to find what's next for food and agriculture clients. Learn more at curiousplot.agency. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.